the Morning Sky Show with Supersly75. You are listening to OnTheWizardRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWizardRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Listen, listen, Linda's and listen, Larry's. Yo, Sam Crow can't save everybody, man. Listen, Sam Crow cannot save everybody. Sam Crow be having his own issues. Okay, Sam Crow, we ain't gonna lie to you. Sam Crow, we got our own set of issues. We go through things too. We cannot save every marriage. We cannot say we cannot save every marriage. I'm not even watching the debate. I'm not even watching. Kasha, hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, spirits in the house. All right, that's right. Good morning. Because you in the land far, far away. You over there. In, uh, what, was, what was the name of the place in um, Never Ending Story? Martina live over there. What was the name of the land? In the never-ending story, what was the name of the land? That's where Martina lives, way out there, <laughs> way out, way out there. Lamont, what's happening? Be wise, yes, indeed. Uh, oh, 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 me and former on live at the same time. I wish he would come more on YouTube more often. Somebody know the name of the land that Atreyu was trying to save? And motherfucking never-ending story. They had the big-ass wolf dog that was tracking them. Was it Fantasia? Are you serious? No, it wasn't. That's a Disney movie. I'm talking a never-ending story. Fantasia is a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Let's get to it. Boy, it's a, it's, it's a few things I want to cover. It's a few things I want to cover. People keep texting me. Who's texting me? C. See, I'm practicing my Espanol every chance I get. I just said C. C means yes in Spanish. <laughs> All right. Oh, it, it's it's called Fantasia for real. I didn't know that. All I know is a tray you had to go to the land, and the the the, the coming was coming, or the the wolf dog was called the coming, and then the darkness was trying to swallow up the the land, and. Uh-oh, I used to think Fantasia before her braces looked like Stitch from Lee Lone Stitch. You know what? Yeah, O'Reilly Gway. 
I don't even know if I said that right. But we we on our today is every day practicing Spanish. All right. Let's get to the Sam Crow edition. Listen, um, I think we can the land of nothingness. There we go. See all my old heads come through. Uh, what was the name of the dog he was riding? What was the name of the white dog? The white flying dog. What was the name of that dog? At the end, and and to this day, I still don't know. Like the mix on that thing was the the sound mix was horrible because remember the boy had to say the the princess's name. It was his mother's name, but the mix was so bad. It's like what did he say? What was the name? You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, the the first of all, me español is is fuego. Okay, there's nothing basura basura about my español. Okay, they know what I'm talking about. I speak it. I don't speak it well, but I speak it. Anywho, I have to start making TikToks. Do it, yo. The the algorithm. I I'm trying to tell people it's mad aggressive. Falcor, thank you. I know Martina knows her shit. Falcor, he was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, remember this? <laughs> Wait, remember this? When when Falcor came to pick him up in the real world, right? He's like, yeah. Because <laughs> he had bullies. Yeah, he, he was being bullied, and at the end, he, they went to go fly over the bullies. Yeah! <laughs> Everybody remembers that shit. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. <sighs> I can speak Dutch, but hardly no Spanish. Yo, you better talk that shit. He was a dragon out of dog. He had a dog's head. Dog's head. Dragon body is debatable because I didn't see. You know what? Let's go look. Look. See what he looked like. I don't. Rec- I thought it was more like a snake. More like a snake's body. Dog head. I didn't get a sense of dragon's body. But let's take a look. See what he looked like. Yeah, that's that's not dragon vibes. That's see what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not a dragon per se because he has no he had no wings right yeah, he didn't he didn't have wings like that yeah it's more like a flying dog okay you know what maybe he was a dragonless wing uh, a wingless dragon I'll take that back okay he was more like a, a wingless dragon but he looks like a dog but he looks like a dog Okay, fine. He is a wingless dragon. I'll, I'll get. I'll. I'll concede. I'll concede. Doesn't look very dragon esque. Okay. Yeah. See, he's more like a dog. Okay. You know what? Let's see what they say. Was. Falco, a dog or a dragon? This is going to end it in the conversation. Okay, he was a lucky, he's a luck dragon. Martino's right. He was a luck dragon. Never mind. He is a, he is the last luck dragon in the universe. 
We are talking about motherfucking never-ending story. Boy, I tell y'all, I can't never do a show and stay on topic because it'd be going left. But that's good, though. So now we know he's a wingless luck dragon. Doesn't breathe any fire. Doesn't have any scales. No fangs. No no cat eyes. Just a dog-looking luck dragon is what he is. That's a dog dragon. That motherfucker was a hybrid. <laughs> I'm still going to say dog. He, I've never seen a hairy dragon. You know what? What, what, what? Yeah, luck dragon. That's funny. Anybody seen Song of the South Disney movie? I have not. I have not. Watching that movie as an adult really made me think, why the fuck was I watching that? Man, listen, the horse gave up on life and let the nothing consume it. You know, a tray you was like, you, eh, eh, trying to pull the horse that I give up. Oh, that movie was deep, man. Yo, when his horse gave up, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and it was a dog. Now, remember, the the wolf was sent to hunt down and track a tray you. And remember, he saw him in a cave and then he was trying to explain to Atreyu what's coming. And Atreyu was like, I don't, I'm not going to give up. And he, all these trials and tribulations. And then he had to go to the, the valley with the two spinks and the eyes and shooting out the shit. And yeah, that was a deep, deep movie. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, that was a jacked up movie. Uh-oh. See, here you go. You. Uh, have you have you recovered from yesterday, from the beheading? I have not watched Donnie Darko since high school. I haven't seen it since high school. I gotta wa- I gotta rewatch it. Conspiracy keeps telling me I need to rewatch it, and I will. I will. All right, let's get to the Sam Crow portion of this show. Once again, <sighs> I cannot say we cannot save every marriage. Even Sam Crow has marriage issues. Matter of fact, this motherfucker told me last night, I'm not allowed to leave. Or if I leave, I won't leave in peace. Right? She was like, I'm going to make it hard for you to leave. Because she's like hell bent on that death do us part thing. And somehow when I do try to leave, she does stuff to hinder. Anywho, let's get to it. Papoose. We can confirm that this is not an act. This is not a hoax. A hoopty horse. A hoopty horse. I heard that the mayor of Dalton has extra private security now. Why why are black people... Why have they not recalled that woman? Why? We just got a blackout? Oh, no. All right. This was not a front. This was not a stunt. This is not an act. This man looks broken. This this is his first public appearance since Remy Ma has utterly disembarrassed this man. I, I, this ain't for clout. Everybody had their theories, and I was like, it's possible. But after watching him, the, in his eyes, this is a broken man. But guess what? He ain't going to leave this woman. Remy going to have to leave him. 
you know you be with somebody and you just know that they'll never leave you you'll have to leave them this is what we're looking at papoose is never going to leave remy remy's gonna have to leave papoose and from all you know it just seems that she's emotionally checked out now let's see if anybody files for divorce but this this is a broken man this is a broken man bruh bruh he's gone this man looks gone let's take a look at this this disturbing footage you going down or when? Um, yeah. December. Pat, Pat, one shot right here. Pat, right here. Oh shoot, ammo. Lil Fame, Lil Fame looks like he's aging back. Lil Fame drinking baby's blood because this man ain't aged. He's aged in reverse. Billy Dance is looking old as hell, but Lil Fame, I don't know what elixir he's been drinking. This man looks like he's in his late twenties. What is Lil Fame drinking on? This man looks like he's in his, in his late 20s. He's my age. What in the What? Me and you too. What up, man? You get in there too. First family. All right, cool. Get in there. One shot. Nah. This man, nah. He, this this is not this is not no stunt this ain't for clout no 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 this is a broken man right here this is a broken man yeah yeah hell little fame over there drinking the, the, the dragon's blood boy nah i don't look young like him this nigga looks like a, a teenager damn near uh, he looks like an old ass teenager but pap is gone this is a broken man. December. Pat, a broken man. Pat, one shot right here. Pat, this right a broken here. Man. Oh, oh shoot. Lie, look at Lil Fame. Lil Fame looked like a 20-year-old rapper. He looked like he run around with Lil Dirk in him. This man looks like a goddamn 20-year-old young man. Just aging backwards. Wow. What? Me and you too. What up, little fake? Don't even look right. I need his gene therapy and whatever he he's got access to. I need some of that. This man is a literally, literally aging backwards. This man is Benjamin Buttons. Hey, remember Benjamin Button when he was in the in the mirror? <laughs> Benjamin Butts was in the mirror. <laughs> this man is aging. Yeah, yeah. Vamp time. This man is. He's looking flawless. I'm low key jealous. Shit. He look like a young yuck mouth. You calling it? This man looks goddamn good. All right. Yeah, this Pap Pap is out of it. Pap, this ain't this is not for clout. This ain't this ain't a this is not a script. No, no, no. They're going through it. He's going through it. Now, I I have some. Uh, what up, what up? You going to win? I have some thoughts on. I'll, I'll give my thoughts in a minute. I'll give my thoughts. December. Pap. Pat, one shot right here. I get Pat, right here. Oh, this shit. is at a Busta Rhymes event. Shoot. Ammo. What? 
Let me get you two. What up, nobody? You get in there too. First family. Alright, cool. Alright, now. I've seen some comments I want to address. Let's see. Bruh. Okay, marriage does at times absorb a man's life force. Um, a good marriage will not do that. A good marriage or a good woman will not do that. That will not happen in a, in a good marriage. Now, hoodie with a visor, pap is a cornball. Ty's just... All right, so in regards to Papoose, um, fellas, this ladies is not for you. Ladies, this is not for you. Fellas, never, 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 ever put more into it than she does. Never love the woman more than she loves you. This is what happens when you, you, you roll the dice and you, you, you're in it deeper than the woman is. Never, ever, 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 ever love the woman more than she loves you. Always make sure she's more invested into this thing than you are. Always. Wife, woman, side piece, girlfriend, sneaky link, concubine. I don't give a fuck what she is to you. Always make sure she's more invested into this thing than you are. This is a broken man. Clearly. Clearly. Uh-oh. Well, you, f you forget I'm on the West Coast. I'm sorry. I'll be doing things in the daytime. I'll try and I, I'll try and come on earlier. I'm sorry. I got you. I got you. And the women are told the opposite. Well, tonight, um, it's not about the women. I'm sorry. <laughs> because clearly... Uh, Remy has had the power in this in this marriage for a very long time. Um, you made that mistake twice. Yeah, man. Always, in the words of uh, Homeboy from Heat, always be ready to prepare to, to leave something. Th Just always be prepared to leave. You know? Always have it in the back of your mind. There may come a time I, I, I may need to leave this woman. When you lose sight of yourself or you put this woman on a pedestal, you can't see yourself outside of her. The whole Barbie movie, y'all. Who Y'all went to go see Barbie? Ken had no identity outside of Barbie. Ken's whole existence was Barbie. This is, it seems what we have here is Papoose's identity was tied to Remy Ma and I don't know how it became that way I have some I have some some theories let me pull it back let's just let me play the footage real quick anywho um so the whole Barbie movie was Ken discovering himself outside of Barbie that was like the second major plot line in the Barbie movie and once Ken became self-aware self what did Ken say I, I am I am Ken I am Knuff. I am Knuff. I am Knuff. Once Ken discovered had self, just knowledge of self, it's like, okay, I don't, okay, Barbara, you can go do your thing. I'm about to do the self-discovery, discover who I am, what I like, what Ken wants. Yeah? 
he might have cheated too just don't get caught no listen a man that goes to visit his fiance every week in prison no 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 you do have men that are so wrapped up into their women they don't stray you have a lot of men out here that are really wrapped up in their women they don't stray this is not a man who strays this is not a man who strays this is a guy that could have had any woman he wanted he chose to marry a woman who was doing eight years for a firearm assault with a firearm y'all he married a woman that was doing eight years in prison for assault with a firearm she shot her best friend in the stomach because Remy said she stole money from her $2,000 okay this man could have had uh oh uh oh Ken doesn't have a dick you know what I'm going I'm not, you're not going to ruin I'm not going to let you whore out the, bar, the Barbie thing the Barbie theme was dope anywho this man could have had any woman he wanted he chose to wait and marry a woman that was doing eight years for assault with a firearm because she shot one of her best friends in the stomach over two thousand dollars okay okay this man this man's not straying clearly early on this man saw something in her that he just she was his end all be all and clearly his identity was attached to her this woman was was still more relevant in prison than he was on the outs oof i hate saying that but remy ma was more was still more relevant during six and a half years in prison than papoose was on the outs how was that possible he waited for this woman had had a child with this woman he got everything he asked for something he some you can't help a guy like this you can't help a guy like this can't help a guy like this we don't know once again we don't know if he cheated so let's not assume but we have proof that she was she's doing this man foul we have proof of that so let's stick let's keep it let's keep it on topic let's keep it on topic you cannot help a man like this we've all been there nobody can tell you nothing about your boo not your mama your daddy your friends nope when you're into somebody nobody can tell you nothing about your boo that is your boo and the more they come at you the more you gravitate towards them the more your bond and, and love for them becomes even more stronger just to spite the people that are telling you no right we've all had those talks with our daughters or some of us will but daddy i love him ain't shit you can do but daddy i love him there's nothing you can do when she's at that point there's nothing you can do all right there's nothing you can do now clearly we watched enough of their uh, interviews and them on camera loving hip-hop she clearly was the alpha or the dominant one in that in that marriage 
clearly. Um, how long have they been married? What, 15 years? Got a kid out the deal, had a good run. But he's not going to leave her. It's gonna, she's going to have to leave him. Now, what could possibly happen is an, a year or two when Remy is done gallivanting around and she's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to come back home. And he'll be there waiting for her. If she doesn't file for divorce and her and easy to block, easy to block captain kind of fizzle out, you know, cause you know, a new relationship, it's exciting. It's new endorphins and it's all in the brain. It's all chemical and just, Oh, right. Yeah. After a couple years when the, the dust settles and she realizes, yeah, I, I was just, I was just in lust. I, I just, I didn't even, you know, he made me squirt. Sorry, baby. He made me squirt. Even though I never squirted with you in 15 years, he made me squirt. I want to come back home. And he'll be like, come on. He'll be waiting. He'll be waiting. He's like, this is just a phase. <laughs> she'll come She'll come to her senses and realize that, you know, home is where the heart is. Come on, we've, we've, know, we've known guys or we've been that guy that's been through all that shit. He's not leaving that woman. Okay? So, no matter what, we think he's not going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, you gotta let him be. Yeah, black love, that hashtag, yeah, that shit's a joke. It is, it is, it is. Red, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I don't know about the big pun stuff. I don't know I don't I don't, I don't know all that. No, we did not. And no, we have not. Hey, listen, you get a woman to squirt, you you you'll have her locked in for a while. Like I said, you know, Easy was probably doing some things that she liked that, you know, what they say, you know, new dick will have these women, you know, do some stuff. Come on, y'all. Let's be honest. Ladies, come on. The same dick for 15 years. Same dick for 20 years. Okay. Same thing for the guys. Same cooter 15, 20 years. Okay. All right. Uh-oh, are you, are you, all love have issues as long as you're human. Yes, but what your grandparents didn't tell you is that granddad always came back home. And what your grandparents didn't tell you is that the mailman only came by when everybody was at work or at school. Grandmama never let no man's shoes underneath the bed. Okay, this is what your grandparents ain't going to tell you. The ass whoopings and the infidelity. Okay, two things your grandparents don't tell you are the ass whoopings and the infidelity. Okay, that's what your grandparents don't tell you. All right. Uh, you know what? I've seen debates. I've seen medical professionals debate that on both sides. It comes through the the the, the things that. Whatever, man. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Oh, wait. No comment. No no comment to what? What did I say? No comment to. I'm trying to catch up to, uh, to the comments. I'm trying to catch up to the comments. Okay. My high school girlfriend still act like a teenager in love whenever she see me. It's been 20 years. She also held me down half my bit for sure. For sure. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, yeah, you hold on to that. But always make sure. She's more invested into this thing than you are. The moment that pendulum swings, 
It's not good. It's not good. And he's never had the pendulum in his favor. The only time he had power over her is basically when she was in prison. He could have made a conscious decision to say, you know what? I don't need to waste my time and, and money, gas, going to a prison to go visit you every week, or every month for the next six and a half years. We're not going to have a full-time person next to me growing and building. He chose that. That's what he wanted. The universe gave him what he asked for. And this woman is obviously in some for some displaying some form of regressed Peter Panism. Feel like she's making up for lost time or, you know, the attention of new dick. So right now she's got her hand in the cookie jar and this, it could be a fling, but he ain't going to leave this woman when she's ready to come back home. When she's, when she's done running the streets, he going to be there waiting for her. And sometimes that's what happens in marriages, you know? So I, I'm not going to shame Papoose for being the guy that would wait for his wife to ride the cock carousel to come back home because we see, we see a lot of guys do the same thing to their wives and, and their women. We know a lot of women that don't wait for their man to come back from the streets after he done ran the streets and did what he did and she's still waiting for him to come back home. When he comes back home, it is what it is. All right. And <laughs> over the Venom t-shirt. <laughs> Actually, the wife, she got it for me. So shout out to her. She picked out a good shirt. I was, I was shocked. I was surprised at her, uh, her, her, you know, her t-shirt awareness. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. The cock carousel. That's right. He has no identity outside of her. He is the Ken, but he doesn't realize he's not enough. Once Papoose ever re realizes he's enough, he'll make the adjustments, but he's not going to leave that woman. He ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. I wouldn't expect him to. Okay. All right. So I think, well, why not? That's what I'm, that's what kills me. Like, see, what, you, you can't, you can't be like, what is she seeing him? Doesn't matter what, how you see it. The only thing that matters is what she sees in him. You think when you get with somebody, Everybody's like, oh, I get it. I see. I see why. No, motherfuckers gonna be like, why him? What is special about you? Why is she with you? You gonna, you're going to get that. Not everybody's going to be happy that whoever you're dating for them, they're going to be like, girl, what you see in him? What does he do again? Mm, okay. And she got it. You know, she hits him with the, he do things I like. You know, whatever the case may be. So he's young. He He's, he's hungry. He, you know, he's, he's. He's popping right now. Why wouldn't? Are you surprised? You know, maybe, you know, he represents uh, uh, an idea of masculinity that she doesn't see in Papoose. Maybe he has some of the missing parts that she, she wishes Papoose had. Okay. Plus, you know, new relationships are fresh and exciting. You know, chemical inductions and shit. Yeah. I mean, I think some of y'all are overthinking why she's dealing with this guy. I just don't like how messy she is with this. I don't like the messiness behind it. You should never go out of your way to embarrass your husband, especially if you don't plan on filing for divorce and leaving him. So if you're still want to play, play house and play Mary, then move much, much discreetly, much more discreetly. Like people be like, 
Well, Sly, what about your wife? My wife knows whatever she do, I bet not know about it. Because if I find out, that's when I put her through a wall. Not because she cheated, but because she was messy. Okay? I would get mad at the wife only because she got messy. I expect her to do whatever. Just keep that shit so I, where I never find out. That's the only thing I, w- I would get mad because, ah, you slipping. You got messy. Now it makes me look bad. Now I got to put you through the window. That's it. It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. You know? Pat Poose's career, rap career was never going to. Listen, when he signed to Jive Records, they gave him a million dollars. A million dollar advance for the Nasarima Dream. Jive Records, this was when Jive was still Jive Records. Jive still had Britney, Britney Spears at the time when Papoose signed to Jive Records. He had his shot. He had his shot. Remember, Jive Records was all about the, uh, you know, the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. They was the, they was the singing label. And it was just kind of not getting themselves. They had R. Kelly on the label. They had R. Kelly, Britney, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jive was a major, major label, powerhouse back then. And this is when Pat Poose has signed to them. They gave him a million-dollar advance for the Nasarima dream. And for whatever reason, because him and K. Slade fucked the money off, fucked off the whole situation, when he finally released that album 10 years later, Papoose had his chance. Sometimes you only get one shot. Now, who, whose fault is that? You know? So. Nah, nah, we never heard about an open relationship. Did Jay blackball Pat? Mm, I never heard anything about that. Kerry, what's happening? Hey, 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 hey. So. You think Nikki gonna leave? Uh, I don't think she's not gonna leave. She's not gonna leave. Uh, Kenneth Petty. Water seeks its own level for one. Uh, given everything that Kenneth has put her through, image wise, she would have left years ago. She ain't going nowhere. She has this kid, man. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't leaving that dude. Now she may fuck around on Kenny, and Kenny ain't gonna have to eat that, but. I don't see Nikki filing for divorce against Kenneth. I just don't. Because anybody that's at Nikki's level or close to Nikki's level is not going to put up with Nikki's antics. Kenneth has kind of put up with that shit to a certain extent, but he's still street enough. Right? He's still street enough, but he understands his position. And she understands a a, a man on her level is not going to put up with that shit. Like, bitch, fuck out of here. Okay? Ninety, yeah, ninety-eight degrees is on Jive Records too. Yo, Jive was popping. Jive was popping. Jive was competing with Def Jam and and Universal and shit. Yeah, Jive Records had pop stars on their label. Right, they had pop stars on that label. Said so that if Pat Pat uh, Pat he would associate him. Maybe K Slade was the problem. Maybe K Slade was the problem as to why Papoose didn't pop when he was supposed to. I don't know. But I'm, I'm Monday night quarterback in the relationship, you know, because K Slade dead now. So, you know. 
Aaron Hall was on Jive. Yo, yo, Jive was the shit. Yeah, she. I don't. I don't see Nikki leaving. I. I don't see it either. I don't. Now she may have her side, dude, and it may be understood, but she ain't leaving that guy. Stack Bundles got better music. Yeah, but Stack dead. So you think Canada Drywood? Um, nah, nah. Souls of Mitchell's on Jive. See. Rap a lot was never on that level. Don't do that. Don't do that. Rap a lot was never. No, no. What's rap a lot? No, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Clips and Mob Deep was signed to Jive. Matter of fact, it was Jive Zamba. It went from Jive to Jive Zamba, and they had their own publishing house at the same time. UGK too short. See what I'm saying? See, yeah, Jive was Jive was popping. So, Pap had his chance. Pap had his chance. Tribe, Tribe Called Quest was signing Jive Records. Yeah, put respect on Jive Records. Barry Weiss. Put some respect on Barry Weiss. Of them peoples. He one of them peoples. All right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's get on to the second part. Dog Pound. Special Ed. You know what? I used to think it would be cool to talk to these these old rappers that I grew up listening to. And the more I listen to them on everybody else's platforms, no, I'm good. E-40 was on Jive. That's right. Sick with a Jive. That's right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, Jive had a roster to compete with anybody. Too short. See? Matter of fact, I think they had some uh, gospel. They had a gospel division. They had some blues artists sign to Jive at one point. So, yeah, Jive had, yo, Jive was a big deal, man. Don't sleep on Jive Records. Shit. Don't let them, don't let them fool y'all. Jive had, Jive had superstars on, on their roster. Um, let me see. We'll do this later. Now, no, it was Jive. Priority went under capital. It was Jive, not Priority. Priority Priority folded under capital and then capital went under, well, capital still kind of its own thing, but, um, capital went under, oh my God, who, who, who I forget. It's been so long, but Jive had, Jive had a bunch of monsters on, on, on that, on that label. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, listen. I used to think having these old head hip hop dudes would, would be cool. Now I'm like, no. Listen, I don't want to talk to these dudes. Yeah, they went under Geffen. That's right. Matter of fact, it was Geffen and and DreamWorks. Cause when I was over there, it was DreamWorks. Dream DreamWorks had the had the, the the label. That's when um who they signed Nelly Furtado. Um. Okay, when I was over there. It was Nelly Furtado. It was somebody else for DreamWorks, but DreamWorks had its own own record division, label division, and then it pretty all they all went under Geffen. Geffen went under oh shit, it was some conglomerate. I forget, man. <laughs> We're talking twenty twenty five years, man. Forgive me. All right. Um. Let me see. 
Yeah, I used to think it was cool to want to interview these old heads. Listen, the more I listen to these old heads talk on everybody else's platforms, the more I realize I have nothing to talk to them about. Hey, um, all artists mental. Thank you for the turn on the cash app. Thank you. They went somewhere first before Universal, though. It was DreamWorks, Geffen, Interscope, all it, all in one house, right? So when we when you go, you still go to you had to still go to the Interscope building. Capital was his own building. Capital was always his own thing. But Interscope, Interscope in the building, it had DreamWorks and some other shit. Um, at one point, Disney had offices in their building. It was a Hollywood Records at the at the time. And, and then priority went under capital capital went under something else. Geffen was in it and it was like a, a unilateral move. And then they all end up being basically under universal <laughs> at some point. Um, and then you had universal Island Def Jam and then it all went under universal Island. It was just weird, man. It was just, just folded, folded, folded and shit like that. Nah, MCA, it was MCA, Geffen, they were all unilateral, right? So whoever didn't make it to Geffen, they make room for you at MCA. But MCA was more the urban. Geffen was like, ah, you know, not too many urban artists. It was still, you know, um, a couple of rock bands on Geffen. But the Jizz was signed to Geffen at one point, right? That's right, Jizz was signed to Geffen. Geffen was like... Interscope, experimental, edgy, but MCA was niggas. Let's cut the bullshit, okay? MCA was niggas. MCA was, um, who was the group, y'all? New Edition, Mary J. Blige, a lot of urban R&B acts over at MCA. Geffen was kind of edgy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's it. Like y'all forgive me. It's been a long, long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Now, getting back to this, yeah, I thought it would it would be cool to talk to these old. I don't want to talk to these old hip hop niggas. I, I I don't. I'm sorry. I I just don't. Listening to these people talk, and how childish, and emotional they are. These are grown men in their fifties. This is this. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. So we have the Dog Pound, Corrupt, and Daz Special Ed. Now listen to the tone. And, and Special Ed is trying to explain his position. He ain't barking at anybody. He's trying to have a conversation, an even killed voice. Right? And then you got Corrupt being, because Corrupt's a nigga. Sorry, not sorry. He's stuck in Peter Panism and some other old head niggas. I don't even, I ain't, I don't know who the hell these dudes are, but everybody's still mad at Special Ed for, for saying what he said, which was the truth. And listen, listen to this conversation here. I can't talk with these niggas. I don't want to talk to these old heads. I, listen, I used to think... <laughs> I could do a doggy diamonds, doesn't I can't. I can't do a doggy diamonds. I can't talk to these old rap Negroes. My 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 head. My patience is too short. 
Um, the intellect is an issue for me. The whole man, I'm gonna sound really jacked up, but it's it's the whole um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like when you hear these old heads talk, it's like you actually talk like this in person. Like you talk like this around your family. You understand? Like I get it. We all talk our certain way behind closed doors. But if I know I'm in an interview setting, I know if I'm going to be speaking possibly publicly or on a panel for the most part. And I know it's going to be shared amongst tens of thousands of people. Right. I want to be able to express to people, hey, I can get my thoughts across in a very coherent, eloquent manner. And still have my point give, be, be given, but not, without having to bark at people. Right. I, I, I think about that conversation I had with Professor Griff. Right. And I'm sitting here like. Why, why am I doing this? You are you doing this? You're trying to bark at me like. And you wonder why nobody respects not only old heads, but hip hop in general. The majority of people outside of hip hop think hip hop artists are slow. I've, I, there, I said it. The majority of people who consume hip hop, but are outside the genre, when they interact with hip hop artists, they think you're slow. You ever notice how they talk to you? They have to dumb the conversation down. Make sure they don't hurt your feelings. Talk slow. Can, can you keep up with what I'm? Are you able to comprehend and process what the, 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 this this conversation I'm having? Do you understand? People think y'all slow. No, 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 I'm cool. Now, let me get into it. So let me let, <laughs> no, nah, we waiting for him, bro. He ain't got in yet, but I want y'all to listen to this tone of this conversation. You have one man speaking with basic common sense and trying to explain his point. This other crackhead ass nigga is trying to get, is barking. What are you barking at this man? He's a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's your elder. Like, Let's just get into it. Let's get to it. Yes, the P. Diddy locks is a classic example of why no one takes hip hop serious. Nobody respects you guys as intellectuals. You have what? Killer Mike. He speaks well, but he's such a such a shill at this point. Does anybody take Killer Mike serious? Like nigga, you're from you have a family of law enforcement. You come from law enforcement. You understand? So when I hear when I hear you talk the politics and how you, bro, you come from a family of law enforcement. I know how you grew up. I know how you see and process things. I know you do. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Y'all, y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see. They put their own headlines. They put their own headlines. Narratives. Right. Like this. Now look, I don't know who these old niggas are. Now in the middle, talking is special ed. Next to him is Daz. 
This guy at the very top on the right-hand corner, don't know who he is. Top left-hand corner is old-ass corrupt. These other two old niggas, I don't know who these motherfuckers are on the bottom. But let's... <laughs> come on, let's go. Did NWA ruin hip-hop? That's not what I said. And my point was basically, NWA was used for, for, the, for, the, for the era that we're in now. We're in the- he said they were used. Yeah? Now, now watch the poor comprehension be displayed by Corrupt. Look at Corrupt's face. I don't want to have a conversation with... Listen, Corrupt, I would never want to ask Corrupt, hey, man, how was your time with the Dog Pound and, and Death Row? How was it? How was your girl? I don't, want to have, I don't want to talk to nobody like Corrupt. You understand? The mindset. It's like, oh, look, it's a pit bull. Let me go try and pet the pit bull. It looks hungry. It looks thirsty. It's hot outside. Let me try to give this pit bull some shelter. I, I'm cool. I'm cool. Because you're going to take my acts, my, my, my act of kindness as an act of aggression. Let's, let's go. Era of destruction. We're destroying ourselves as a hip hop community, period. We got teenagers out here killing each other in every state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please don't mention Killer Mike. Because that whole uh, Netflix special where he tried to do buy black for 30 days and couldn't do it. And he tried to give y'all the black cell phone guy, the figures, the figures cell phone. I said, cool, black cell phone. But who owns the, uh, the, 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 the bandwidth for the phone to operate on? Right? He, he tried to do the experiment. Just buy black, live black for 30 days. He couldn't do it. Sure, you, you find a black bus company. But who owns the gas? Who owns the diesel fuel? Yeah? Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. All y'all, and I respect y'all be like, I try to, you know, the black dollar, try to deal with these black companies. And I, I get all that. Outside of that circle, <laughs> there's a big ass bubble owned by a whole bunch of people that don't look like you. But come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Every urban city over hip hop music, over tweets, over social media. So that's my point. And None of this existed before the FBI got involved. Right. Right. Wait, okay, wait. Are you saying See, here go corrupt. Here we go. They got the Federal Bureau of Investigations to get involved. They got they got Yeah. They got the motherfucking right they they've been the nigga's a crackhead. I would corrupt's a crackhead. What is he? A drunk or a crackhead? Which one is he? What what's his vice, y'all? What's his vice? Is it drugs or alcohol? He is one of them. Corrupt looks looks like a crackhead from back home that would pay thirty dollars to clean my gutters. Hey man, how much to clean my gutters? Oh, you know what? Hey man, just uh, give me thirty, man. I'm cool. Thirty for sure to clean my gutters, like all the way around, all all sides. Yeah, man, just uh, give me a trash bag, man. Give me some trash bags. And uh, can I have some water? Cause it's hot outside. Okay, thirty bucks. Clean my gutters. Cool. 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 Hip hop heads going out hella bad. Do on the West Coast. We push that line and we let everybody know. Fuck you and fuck you Jesus and fuck God. you and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this That's is the other thing though. This is the other thing though. Right. This is don't be mad at us though, cuz. Hey, you know, nobody. We ruined something like ruined hip hop. We took hip hop to a different world. NWA okay. took hip 
puff up tough. I love you. I love you, big bro. And Hold I on. love you. First of all, I love all of y'all. And I said that. I said I respect them, and I know them. And this ain't got nothing to do with defamation of character. This got to do with me pointing out when things change for us. I heard you say that. Things changed for all of us at that point. And it brought the age of destruction, which we are in now. We are in the age of destruction. I ain't say they out here bashing up this. Now, y'all understood what he said the first time he said it. I wouldn't have, exp I wouldn't have explained myself. I said what I said. Now, I can't help if you can't process and comprehend what I said. But I said what I said. But Ed a better dude than me. I'm not going to explain myself to a drunkard. Is this nigga in the bathrobe? Is this nigga in the bathrobe? Is this nigga on a damn FaceTime live on, in a bathrobe? If y'all don't get the hell. Doing that and doing that. I said they brought the attention of the government. Right. And there was already an agenda. As we know, the, the, the FBI dismantled and destroyed the Black Panthers. They assassinated yeah. Malcolm X. They assassinated yeah. Martin Luther King. So what you think they're going to do to us? We low-hanging fruit. They sending us all to jail already. Man. This is what I'm trying to tell you. And then now everybody out here snitching on each other. Boy, everybody boy. out here killing each other. GMOs. The food eating is deadly. Yo, how long have we been having these conversations? We've been talking CIA, FBI for how long? How long have we been talking about J. Edgar Hoover? How long we been talking about all these agendas and, and project this, project that, agenda this, agenda, King, King's Alfred Rex plan. I mean, we've been talking about this shit for 20, 25, 30 years now. And we, <laughs> let's go. Fucking artificial chicken, they been trying to kill niggas. Exactly, and we know this, and we ain't talking, I wasn't talking about the whole of history. They asked me a simple question. They asked me Wu-Tang or N.W.A. I made a joke about Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang is for the kids. Ha ha, that's a joke. And then I spoke on the historical significance of N.W.A. in our culture. I mean, that's basically what it is, what it boiled down to. When they got that letter, they promoted it. They ran with it. They made it into, like, the tool for them to be on top of the game. Right, right. All right. Once again, why are we this circular argument? Does, do you not understand the words that are coming out of his mouth? Right. That's the fact. It ain't Where'd the crackhead go? I, I love Dre. Where'd love the crackhead go? You know, kill whatever. Like, it ain't nothing, you know, disrespectful. And I said that. I said see, I respect See, in our mind, as elders, we was like, okay, I know Ed. I fuck with Ed. We got to get him on the phone because we got to straighten this out because what out? the attack. The attack is coming from the West on Ed, and I know Ed because we didn't hooked up. We part this whole unifying this whole. Listen, we've been saying forever. Ed, let's take the old heads out the out 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 of this equation. Gen X, can we not all point to a specific region and and time and region when hip hop changed? Right. I remember when. Minister Society came out. I remember colors didn't really have an impact on me because I wasn't, in, I didn't, the gang, the blood thing, blood crypt thing didn't. For me, Minister Society had me shook. 
I was like, I would never go to California. Matter of fact, that movie came out. We went to the theaters, shot up the damn movie theater. We're talking the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? I, I can point to a specific time and region and say, you know what? That's when shit changed. When they had their chance to speak and share their experiences. Not saying they, they didn't deserve a right to do so. But I remember when they had their chance to, to talk and get on the microphone, shit changed. Right? When Menace came out, I was like, oh, hell no. That's how it is in California. I'm cool. Nigga. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Listen, I hope see Dolores is ha haunting all these motherfuckers in their sleep. You know what I'm saying? I hope she haunt all them niggas in their sleep. Yeah, Boys in the Hood was back. But when Menace came out, that we were all wearing the fucking dookie, br the, the, the plaques. We all getting our hair twisted like old dog. We were all twisting our hair like old dog. I remember this shit, man. Everybody started buying 5.0 Mustangs. I remember this shit. All right? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Oh, thanks. See how they separate that shit in? That's what we're getting back to right now. Yeah. So, Ed, do us this favor. Since you got us on here, what would you like to say to the our homies and our artists that wants to attack you and say what they're saying? What do you want to say to them, man, uh, uh, from, you know, just to put it back in context so we can take that back? That's right. Wait, wait, Roz. He had a dad. Sharif, right? Sharif had a dad that cared about all the black boys in the community, right? He was a teacher and social activist and shit, right? Yeah, Sharif. And dad was like, go ahead and get out of here. Go on, where, where the fuck were they trying to go to? Kansas or Atlanta, right? At the end, they're, they're trying, they were trying to move to Kansas or Atlanta. Go ahead, Sharif, go and get up out of here. There ain't nothing here for you. The even the conscious kid got gunned down at the end. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, excellent point. Excellent point. Right? They misconstrued my message. Right. My message has been edited by side publications that's not even drink tank. Right. It's separate magazines. Got it. Their own headlines. Right. Their own narrative on this. But what we gonna do is we gonna have our own as us. As yeah. Leaders of the culture. Yeah. And we gonna discuss this openly. Okay. Amongst all of us. West Coast, yeah. West, South. It was yeah. Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, okay. 
I get it. That's what they do. But everybody has a, their own voice. Everybody has access to platforms that are favorable to them. Right? It's like y'all want to give them this power. Like, man, they got the power to shape these narratives and, and make me sound like this. So you, y'all don't have access to nothing. You niggas are artists that I got access to whatever recording studio. You got some young kid that's, that's social media savvy that can help you put this shit out and count, help counter the narrative. Okay. All right, let's continue. Hold on, hold on, cuz. Everything's a narrative. Okay, Sharif, Kansas, right. Kane, Atlanta. Okay, cool, narrative. right. The narrative could work for you or go against Well, now we you want it to right work there, for all of us. They took that one piece you said and changed it into an entire different narrative. Right. Like, like special ed right. is smashing N.W.A. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to hear the whole interview to, to understand what, what special ed was saying. So if you're that slow, where you need to see the entire interview, when I get it, but how could you take what he said in that clip? I understood exactly what he was saying. I don't need the full interview. He said what he said, and I, I thought it was pretty evident and clear in what he said, despite how short the clip was. But you dealing with these low, these these mouth breathing ass Negroes that, that that have poor comprehension skills because they smoke so much weed. And 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 coke, whatever the case may be. Now he's got to explain himself. I, I'm cool on having conversations with these old hip hop niggas. I, I'm good. I'm good. These corrupts, uh, all these old motherfuckers. I'm good. I don't want to know your story. I'm cool. Let y'all can go to Doggy Diamonds and and, and go to DJ Small, Say Cheese. All, all y'all go over. I'm. I don't want to. I, I don't. I ain't got the. I don't have the, the intellectual, the, the fortitude to deal with y'all like that. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'd rather deal with regular people with that got regular stories. <laughs> then you know I'm saying I can have a conversation and make me think and challenge my way of thinking. These people do not cannot challenge your way of thinking. They cannot. They're stuck in perpetual Peter Panism. They have not grown up. They have not grown up. Everybody's responding to it because that's all they see. That's right. All they heard. I well, we gotta spoke fix that, cuz, and that's the bottom line. I gotta spend two hours. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're gonna fix that. We gotta fix that. Yeah, we are. Meeting we are. Six what? We're setting this up right now. Just got off the phone with Craig Nobles. Okay. Okay. Let's spoke to Mark Watson. Who the fuck is Craig Nobles? Craig Nobles, our guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Craig Noble? You say what you said. Now that I'm starting my correction campaign, right. for anybody that come off yada yada that's not knowing, because my job as as a civilized one is to teach those that's not civilized. So yeah. When I hear, I'm be like, nah. I talked to him. What had happened was, and we gonna get we gonna get it right. Yeah. I, I don't have it in y'all because see, and see, Ed, Ed. Right. But what I want us to do all together now is all together come to this conversation. We are it. We are. Hook up the hook up, put put together put together that move you just said at the hip hop museum. They're gonna donate to, to us. Go. Make sure you put our organizations on that Got so we can let go. them know we united and unified all in one accord. Got and we've been go. doing this for over a year or so now. Okay? You think these young kids give a fuck about this? No. 
Oh, so I don't want gosh. it to get too out of hand. That's why we put this call in. Yeah, go to Beagle. Go to Beagle. We can't have no misconstruction. Yeah. Anybody affiliated with this circle, cuz, from the east to west, anywhere. I don't give a fuck where they at, cuz, if they with us. And right now, you're a hot topic, cuz. Right. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, come on, stop. Hip hop is over. I had to think about it, though, because, like you said, sometimes when these people get interviews, they control the narrative and the edits and the way that it comes off, and they don't always come off correct. So you gotta, you gotta get the the, the artists who did the interviews side of things before you make yeah. any conclusions. Yeah, but see, Nori didn't do it though, cause if I'm not mistaken, this is drink champ. Yeah, right. and right. Nori didn't do it. Once it's public, I don't think Nori had nothing to do with that. People can't take anything with it. Oh my gosh. Y'all. Yeah. My hair hurts. It becomes public. Anybody can grab it and fuck My hair hurts. Okay. So they tried to fuck Ed off the key. My head, my hair hurts. My head, I can't. I can't. Yeah, my head hurts, y'all. My head hurts. I'm sorry. Do y'all understand why I, I say these things about hip hop? Why I feel the way I feel about hip hop? I'm a child of. I'm not a child of hip hop, but you understand. Like for those that are like, why is Slack going off on? Do y'all understand now? Do you? Just for a hot New York minute, do you see the way I see it now? Do you see why I just I just throw my hands up and be like, I don't want to be affiliated with this shit. Hip hop to me is the black manosphere. Hip hop to me is the black manosphere. You say the word hip hop, for the most part, nothing negative pops into your mind, right? You'll be you'll be hard pressed to find somebody that has a positive first thought when you say the word hip hop. Just complete utter dysfunction and re- and just rep- regressive repressed behavior thought pattern. Oh, it's just oh, they're ch- children. They're children. They're children to me. Man, ain't man. They're children. They talk like children. They act like children. It is what it, I'm just telling you. Yeah, they're like the dudes down the street. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I, 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 y'all better than me, man. Y'all better than me. Y'all better than me. Let's get into something else. Let's do a pivot. Let's do a pivot. My head hurts. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. 
let's do some more doom and gloom. This is from 1983. I believe this is from 1983. This is from the 80s, early 80s. Once again, there's an industry, a global, I don't know, tentpole industry that you are not going to ever touch or dismantle or have a, a, a negative effect upon. This is crazy. This is from the early 1980s, y'all. Let's go. Our story concerns abortion and began, strangely enough, in this relatively peaceful suburb of Los Angeles. Malvin Weisberg, a pathologist, owned a large storage container which he kept in his backyard. When he failed to make the final two payments, it was repossessed. He, he missed it by two payments. Two payments. Two payments. Let's continue. Um, we made a decision to repossess it because his uh, check did not clear the bank. And so we sent the truck out to pick up the container. I rolled out there and uh, took the box up and uh, started pulling it up. And uh, it, it was so heavy as you saw. Wait, wait. So all my people that believe in spirit cooking, right? We, 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 we use that term a lot. For everybody that want to, you know, talk about spirit cooking, they've been doing this. Spirit cooking, like a mofo. Let's go. It broke, uh, broke the winch. And we couldn't get it off the trailer, so we had to leave it on the trailer because it was too heavy. So I was asked by Nick to have a crew go down and unload the container at the other yard. I got a radio call that uh, from Ron Gillette, the foreman. He said the men were throwing up and there was something really wrong. Uh, there was something in the container that, the, that made grown men vomit let's continue one of them fell down and hit me right in front of my feet and it was opened up and there it was it was, a, it was a mutilated body and the more closer i looked at it it was a human body and when i came to work the following day i uh i saw it myself i couldn't believe it and just you know just look me babies you know just all uh -oh. four pieces the heads chopped off arms legs oh. you know just oh. Uh, oh. It just makes you sick to see something like that. Oh. Well, really, it's just, you know, it makes you want to cry when you see something like that. Starting at the very front of this container, it was just wall clear to the ceiling and clear to the sides, filled with them. I really don't want to witness it again. This man's on the verge of tears. But come on, let's go. Let's go with this education. Let's go. Not what I saw. Well, as a supervisor for the county of Los Angeles, we found out through the, through the media that 17,000 infants had been uh, stored in a container. So we... 17,000 infants. The bodies of 17,000 infants. Let's continue. Asked for an investigation by the district attorney in the coroner's office. We found approximately 190 were over 20 weeks of age. I think some as, as long as, uh, as old as 25, 27 weeks. Uh, Mr. Antonovich contacted Mr. Gutierrez. Glenn Wong is a funeral director for a major Los Angeles mortuary. Uh, ask us uh, to go ahead and handle the burial of the fetuses. How I came involved was uh, they were asking if it were possible to have anyone photograph these fetuses. And I so happened to be also a photographer. How many fetuses were actually involved in the autopsies? Uh, there were approximately about 40, 44, if I'm correct. And why were the autopsies performed? Uh, they were to find out why uh, or what was the reason of the cause of death. That wasn't apparent? Um, no. Apparently not. No, I've seen some of these fetuses and believe me, they were apart. There were some where the uh, eyes were bulging and some where the uh, chest cavity was ripped open. I do remember one was where I saw a hand and a feet all apart. So it was kind of like the hands were intact, the feet were intact, 
and everything else was more like uh, just a little potpourri, a little of everything, and that's, that was it. That kind of turned me. Here we see the abortionist stretching the cervix very wide open. Uh -huh. Dr. John Wilkie, with his wife Barbara, authored The Handbook on Abortion, described the dilation and extraction method used to abort many of the fetuses. Now listen, I have no opinion, because the Supreme Court says it's y'all body, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Okay, the Supreme Court said it's y'all body, y'all can do whatever you want. I have no opinion. Let's go. Without any anesthetic, the abortionist reaches up into the womb and seizes part of the body of the baby, usually a leg or an arm, twisting and tearing, tears it off and away from the body of the baby. The baby, feeling pain, does not have any anesthetic. Bleeding is extreme. The abortionist returns in there with this grasping pliers-like instrument, tearing more parts of the body away, snapping the spine, and finally the mechanical problem is to get the skull out, and so he usually has to crush the skull in order to bring it out. We had a court order that we would allow us to bury these infants, being a humane act. And the ACLU comes in again saying that uh, this is just a uh, tissue, uh, we want to incinerate them and there's no need for a burial, and we ought, because if you had a burial, somehow that's going to create a problem. Mm. Problem for whom? And at that time, I think everybody there realized this was wrong, that it, that it was really wrong. They could, everybody standing there felt that way. Even the coroner's office, I could sense that they were treating this like it was, they were dead people, and they are dead people. That's, that's the way everybody treated it. Evidently, the ACLU doesn't feel that way. Hmm. And then transferred it all into the, to the original container, and as I understand, it's still up in a county yard someplace. Is it refrigerated? No, it's in a steel container. And how long, do you have any idea how long it'll be there? I don't know, but it's been two years now, so it, who knows? Although the discovery of 17,000 fetuses in a trash container is not an everyday occurrence, it is an event that should surprise no one. For every three days, an equivalent number of fetal children are disposed of in this country. Mm -hmm. 17,000. Okay, now let me just say this. In my perfect world, you know, a white woman, 1977, 78 with the fair faucet feathers with, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just putting that out there. I'm just putting it out there. Anywho, anywho. Whew. Yeah, that was deep. That it was deep. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for all that. I wasn't prepared for all that. All right, come on, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, shit. Uh oh, who's this? Who this? But y'all be sending me some wild shit. I appreciate y'all sending me stuff, but no. Okay. Uh-oh. Should I do this? I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to roast him. It's okay. All right. Uh. Okay. Let's do a a pivot. Let's do a pivot. All right, WGA. WGA strikes um are going to end within the next 24 to 48 hours officially. Like and and they're gonna I, I, they voted and to ratify it and sign it and be good to go, but um, 
You know who got screwed out of this the most? Ayatsi. I feel horrible for the Ayatsi guys. Ayatsi never asked to go to, to to go to strike on anybody's behalf, and then they're talking next year. Ayatsi may have to go on strike again. So everybody's getting their their fair share at this point. The actors have not gone in yet, so everybody kind of still needs to pump their brakes a bit. So that means the writing can restart on all these projects, right? But the actors are still on strike. So your TV shows can get back on get back and running. All the TV shows that had stopped, House of Dragon, all the other stuff, everything else that's Abbott Elementary, whatever. If they stopped because of the writer's strike, now the writers can get back to work and um, finish those up. Um, every movie that has been pushed back will, will stay at its later date. So Dune 2, which was stupid for Doug, uh, Warner Brothers to push it back, will come out next year still. Um, TV shows moving forward is going to be maybe six to seven episodes due to the agreement of the writers in the room. So let's go to Deadline. Deadline gives us a, a basic overview of what was agreed upon on both sides. Once again, this is the writers, not the actors. Okay, the writers, not the actors. You know what? You know, it's funny, Red. I'm, I'm hearing, <laughs> I hear one side say they got screwed. Another side say this is a, a great deal. I'm, I'm more towards... It's not a great deal. It's a good deal. But for them to go basically 150 days for this deal, this is not a good deal. This is not a this is not a good deal. This this for what they got, what they agreed to, no. If if I'm gonna go out of work for five months, I better get every fucking thing I ask for and then some. You know? But let's go over what the points, the, the brief points of what they agreed to. All right. So <laughs> the term of the agreement is from September 25th through May 1st, 2026. Keep this in mind, y'all. Literally in three more years, we may have another strike. <laughs> in three years, you may have another strike. So basically, it will go to both guilds, WGA uh, West and WGA East. They'll vote. They they've already said they're going to agree to vote on it, and they got to for to, to ratify it, sign it, and they're they're good to go. All right. So here's what they um they got. The guild negotiated a new residual based on viewership. Now this is the dicey. This is where they got. I believe they got screwed on. Come on now. So. All of your HBS VOD series and films that are viewed by 20% or more of the service's domestic subscribers in the first 90 days of release. That, that is not a, that's not good. Okay. It's domestic. It didn't say international. It didn't say international. This only, this only goes for 20% or more of the service's domestic subscribers in the first 90 days of release. Or in the first 90 days in any subsequent exhibition year, get a bonus equal to 50% of the fixed domestic and foreign residual. But it's based off domestic subscribers. This is is bad. With views calculated as hours. Oh, come on. 
with views calcula calculated as hours streamed domestically of the season or film divided by runtime. So projects written under the new NBA on the largest streaming services would receive a bonus of $9,000 or for a half hour episode or $16,000 for a one hour episode or $40,500 for a streaming feature over $30 million in budget. This bonus structure will take effect for projects released on or after January 1st, 2024. The companies also agreed to provide the guild subject to confidentiality agreement, the total number of hours streamed both domestically and internationally or self-produced high budget streaming pro uh, programs. That's a lie. Uh, hear me out. The guild may share information with membership in aggregated form. So what that means is the streaming numbers go to the lawyers for the guild. The lawyers for the guild may or may not share information with the members in aggregated form. So you still might, may not know what the run times, what the watch hours are, but the people that get the numbers, the lawyers will know. So only the lawyers and the streaming companies will know the actual watch time view time hours the mem the members may not y you went on strike for five months to may or may not get that information this is what i'm saying this is why to me it's not a good deal you you went out of you went out of work for five months you starved for five months let's continue it gets worse let's continue it gets worse now this is a good deal part that the minimum salary come on this page is acting up the minimum salaries the wga got the same pay raises that the directors guild got without striking the dga got annual pay raises of five five four percent three three point five percent over the life of the contract that's 13 percent compounded over three years the dga also got an additional 0.5 percent to fund new parental leave benefit all right the wga also got five to four percent three and a half percent but notes in its uh, summary of the memorandum of agreement that some minimums and rates increases less mostly by three percent each year while a few rates increase only once or do not increase over the contract so you may you're looking at it may increase one time or not over the life of the contract y'all went on strike for five months for this let's continue let's continue wg had asked for six six percent five percent five percent pay increases which is 16.8 percent uh, eight seven percent compounded over three years according to wga the ampt's offer just before the strike began was only four three and two percent which is 9.26 percent compounded over three years that's a win but we got two l's and one win let's continue uh, let's see the WGA made a huge gain in its demands for minimum staffing and duration of employment in TV writers' room. Now, here's where they got screwed on the, t on the writers' room. Previously, there had been no minimum staffing, but come December 1st, development rooms, a.k.a. pre-greenlit rooms, and regular writers' rooms for television and uh, VSO, VSO, SVOD series will have requirements regarding the minimum number of writers who must be hired and duration of their employment. That's cool. Right, but here's what, here's the catch: development rooms. Once three writers are convened before a series order, at least three writer producers, including the showrunner, are guaranteed ten consecutive weeks of employment. You ask for six writers. 
you got six, right? But there's three actual writers and three writer producers, including the showrunner. So in all in all, you only got three real writers. The other three people dual they have dual positions. This is not a good deal. This is not good. So this is three L's and one win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Roz, that's what I'm saying, Roz. We need to we need to rap. I need you to own this so we can rap about this. Yeah, we're gonna get to Ayati, bro. Yeah, they they did y'all dirty. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Development rooms where writers are guaranteed 20 weeks of work or more are treated as post greenlit rooms. For these, da, 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 da. minimum staff size will be three writer producers, including the showrunner. Once again, you cut this. You're asking half. You asked for six. They were asking for a minimum of six writers. They only got three. Okay. And the minimum staff must also be guaranteed at least 20 weeks or the entire duration of the post greenlit room, whichever is shorter. Okay. For writers in production on single camera series made for VSO, uh, VOD and pay TV that are exclusively filmed in the U S and Canada, two writer producers must be employed for the lesser of 20 weeks of production or the duration of production along with the showrunner. Two writers positions can be used for more than two writers provided that the total weeks worked by the additional writers adds up to the minimum required each for each position. Here we go. Artificial intelligence, the AI. Now this was probably the biggest, come on. This was the, probably the biggest issue. So basically what happened was they complained about the studios using AI. The guild said, let us use AI. This whole time, for five months, y'all went on strike and y'all convinced the world or the U.S. public that, hey, the studios want to use AI to replace us, right? You hear, we, we, we report all these stories of them uh, doing the image, image casting for, for, for um, non-SAG non, non members, extras using their image and likeness. To turn around for y'all to be able to use AI. Let's let's get into it. A writer can choose to use AI when performing writing services if the company consents and provided that the writer follows applicable company policies, but the company can't require the writer to use AI software, uh, i.e., ChatGPT, when performing writing services, and they officially lifted the restrictions off chat GPT. Now chat GPT can gather information. Initially chat GPT was just for data. Now they lifted the veil off chat GPT. It can now go do research game over. So you complained about this, the very thing that you want to now use to make your job easier. That's exactly what the studios were doing. So now you want to do with the studios. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue. The company also must disclose to the writer if any materials given to the writer have been generated by AI or incorporate AI generated material. And the WGA says that it reserves the right to assert the ex exploitation of writers materials to train. AI is prohibited by NBA or other law. How would you know I used AI to write my script? How would you know? How would you know I used AI to write this script? How? 
Let's continue. Writing teams will also see increased pension and health contributions as if they were a single writer. Uh, let's see. Under the new deal, each writer on a writing team employed for a script will receive pension and health contributions up to the relevant cap as though they were a single writer rather than splitting the apl uh, applicable cap. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The deal with the AMPTP was reached just before sundown on September 24th. Okay, soon afterward, the Guild's negotiating committee told members that this deal is exceptional with meaningful gains and protections for writers in every sector of the membership. What we have won in this contract is due to the willingness of this membership to exercise its power, to demonstrate its solidarity, to walk side by side, to endure the pain and uncertainty that came with the strike. It is leveraged. It, it is leverage generated by your strike in concert with the extraordinary support of our union siblings that finally brought the companies back to the table to make a deal. I'm done. I'm all about the studios now. I'm done. I'm all about the studios now. I'm rooting for the studios. Ayatsi got screwed so bad off of this. Red, my heart goes out to you guys. Because next year, you guys may have to go back on strike. Uh, yeah, I'm rooting for the studios. I'm rooting for the studios. I'm rooting for the studios, man. I, I, fuck it. You damn sure can't beat him. You did. Hey, you called it. <laughs> Give Red his flowers. He called it. I was a, I was a bit, I was a bit uh, skeptical. But no, Red, you called it, bro. You called it. Give Red his flowers. He called it. I. My heart goes out to you guys, man. Y'all missed out on work for nothing. Y'all missed out on work for five months for nothing. For people's egos. People's egos is, is why. This is horrible, man. This is horrible. Horrible. And I, once again, former industry folks, I, I would love to talk to you guys. Roz, let me know whenever you're ready. Red, I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about this shit because I know you're ready to punch a hole in your laptop, bruh. <laughs> All about self, yes, yes, yes. And you know what, Red, I wouldn't even I wouldn't I would tell you just join the dark side, bruh. Go on with the studios, man. That's how I'm looking at it. Go with the studios. Still do your independent thing, but if the studios come a calling, they'll be like, Red sings the blues. Is this racing the blues? <laughs> Is this uh stage hand in? <laughs> Five months for nothing. Five months for nothing. For nothing. Oh, so now. Um, it, it seems that the video game guys may go on a strike. VF, VFX guys have unionized. So I'm looking at it like this. Anybody in the industry right now, TV and film, Hollywood, this is your time to strike. You're never going to get it this good. The studios will never be this compassionate or this, this willing to listen moving forward. After this, never again. Never again. So whatever industry in, in Hollywood that hasn't unionized and hasn't 
hasn't struck yet, this is your time to to do so. The studios in a, are in a very generous mood right now. Go ahead and get your issue and say, hey, can I please have more? Yeah. Man, it's a 1080 deal. <laughs> yeah, 1080 deal. Yeah, non-union is the... There it is right there. Now, now watch the next strike, how many people cross that picket line. Next go round. Watch the after May. What did it say? Was it May? Was that that next deadline for the for the uh, the contract is up? Let's see. So this is the second longest strike. This is the second longest strike at 148 days. Um. What? Mm. Where did it go? Where did it go? Hold up. Okay. May 1st, 2026, May 1st, 2026, if they do strike, watch how many people cross that picket line. And y'all should, and you should, I, I got see, I don't know what y'all going to do, man, but y'all got did so fucking dirty and, um, you know, hopefully you guys can come to a resolution next year and not and not have to go on your own personal strike. Um, I think if you guys do next year, you guys will have way more leverage than the writers. Um, unless the studios would hire. Uh, you know independent contractors to, to build these sets and stuff like that. I can't see them spending that type of money to go to circumvent around you guys to build these sound these the sound stages the, these movie sets i think you guys would be in a better position next year to strike than the writers were you know so if y'all gonna do it i, I get it hopefully y'all can avoid it next year but shit listen listen bruh yeah after what i after what we just seen so you complain about ai replace now you want to use AI. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More? <laughs> you want more? <laughs> Damn. They did y'all dirty, bruh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and, and then Ayatsi is, is also, it's just not building sets, but... The, the guys that drive the trucks and trailers that set up the stuff that move the actors from one location to another, like Ayasi is a huge piece of the movie making process. And if they, if they say the hell with y'all, which, you know, depending on what you guys are asking for, you know, this might be the time to go ahead and get it in. Cause after May 1st, 2026, ain't going to be studios going to be like never again, never again. You'll never catch the studios this week or in, in anything close to this week in position. This, this generous, it's never going to happen again. Never going to happen again. So if you think the AI shit ain't coming now, now they're like, okay, bet, bet. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing moves without Ayati. So I think you guys would be in a way better position than the writers ever were even the actors too but once again the actors have yet to sit down with um 
with the AMPTP. And I don't think that will last as long as the writers. So, you know, it's still, what is this? It'll be October pretty soon. Maybe the end of October, the actors kind of get it, get it together. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize how, how, how important that log, that log, that logistics is and how far reaching and how, how widespread logistics is, you know? So that's ugly, man. This is not a win. This is not a win. I, I don't see it as a win. I, I just, there's no way I don't see this as, as such. Just all this posturing for five months, man. So I hate that for y'all. I hate that for you guys. All right, let's get into what else. Oh, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do more new doom and gloom. More doom and gloom. Where is that clip at? Did I download it? Okay, move that to trash. Oh yeah, I thought I did I send it to myself? Today. Bear with me, y'all. Hold on. Let me find a clip. Let me send it to myself again. Um, was it download? Was it Twitter? Or was it Instagram? Download for Twitter. No, Instagram. There we go. Okay. Okay, hold up. This is bad. But I've been saying you're not going to make a dent in this. myself send it to myself okay here it comes yeah cleveland boy 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 all the missing children in cleveland come on let's, let's get into it let's get into it i mean it must be open season on on children because uh boy oh boy Okay. There we go. All right, got it. Y'all pay attention. This shit's out, this shit is crazy out here. Listen, watch y'all kids. Cause uh, if you don't, somebody will watch your kids, and you ain't gonna like the way they watch your kids. All right. Cleveland. Y'all got a problem in Cleveland. This shit's crazy. Children. Saturday, a missing four-year-old from Cleveland was found at his safe in a separate incident. A missing 12-year-old from Ashtabula was found safe in Texas. And Sunday, a missing Jackson Township 16-year-old was also found and is safe tonight. But it has been three months now since anyone has seen 15-year-old Keyshawn Williams. As News 5's Bryn Caswell reports, she sat down with the attorney general and asked him about the deficiencies in the state reporting system and how police shortages are playing a big role. 
It's been over 90 days since anyone has seen 15-year-old Keyshawn Williams. Saturday, the group Cleveland Missing gathered in Slavic Village, near where Williams was last seen to canvass the area. There's just not enough police officers on the streets to do this. And as law enforcement, the public is our biggest asset. And we can't do this without the public. Mary Williams says she feels her concerns on her grandson's whereabouts are falling on deaf ears, despite this latest search effort. If it's beyond... Ma'am, where were you? Like, I don't... When I see grandparents, like, what... That is something... The unthinkable has happened. I know that God is there. God is with him and he's protected. And wherever he is, God no, is. I know no, that. Aside from Keyshawn, according to the Ohio Attorney General's Missing Children website, in August, there have been over 35 missing minors in the greater Cleveland Akron area. And so far in September, there are over 45. Local law enforcement agencies report missing children to the National Crime Information Center, which then goes to the state's website. Ohio AG Dave Yost says oftentimes there are inconsistencies, like updating reports, which departments like Cleveland Police have admitted to in the past. Are any of those numbers alarming to you? Yes, of course, of course we're worried about that. Yeah, now, what, what we know is when we look behind the numbers, some of those represent repeated runaways, uh, and local police have talked about that. Whether it's repeat runaways, criminal offenders, or even sexual assault evidence kit tracking, Yost says data in Ohio isn't always being entered thoroughly. All of these things have localized um, reporting problems that, again, are, are a function of local conditions. We do our best to encourage compliance and to provide assistance to remove barriers. Uh, but at the end of the day, we uh, have to rely on our local partners who we don't control. Are you fearful there's children that are falling through the cracks? I'm fearful of all kinds of things that fall through the cracks, including missing children. I rely, though, on the tenacity of a worried parent more than I do a harried bureaucrat whose job it is to put data into a computer. Mm. Two and one. You ready? One of those worried parents is Brianna Brown. This year, the mother of four started the organization JUMP, which stands for Join Us in Minors Protection, to help bolster support and awareness. We need to, again, do more. Um, we need to make it a priority. Um, if we make more things like this priority, I feel like we'll be more on top of it, such as updating the website so we can know who's missing. This is our community. We want to know what's going on in our community with our children especially. Brown hosted a community gathering this month, sharing parenting tips while bringing awareness to the other Northeast Ohio kids beyond Keyshawn that still haven't made it back home. We have so many missing children. We wanted to prevent this from happening, so we need to buckle down. This is not a, a, a matter where we should take it lightly. Not at all. Yo says the state is now working with the University of Toledo to develop an improved statewide data collection and reporting system. But for now, he says continued reporting deficiencies and even search efforts tie back to under-resourced law enforcement. Law enforcement can't be everywhere, can't see everything. We rely on uh, the people, the population, um, because we have uh, 11.7 million pairs of eyes out there that can keep an eye out. For Keyshawn Williams' family, they aren't letting shortages impact them in their search efforts and won't stop until he's found. Keyshawn, if you're watching this, please come home. We're waiting for you to come home, Keyshawn. You can come home. It's Hi. okay. I reached out to Cleveland police repeatedly okay. through email for an interview on this topic, and no one was made available. Of Reporting in Cleveland, Bryn Caswell, News 5. You got one job. Grandma, you have one freaking job, one job, one damn job. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Doesn't like the fan for some, oh shit, that's terrible, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope, um, you know, she comes back home soon. See, they go Nick again. <laughs> Yo, that's wow, right? Like, hey.
Oh yeah, the Atlanta child murders. That that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Okay. Um Yeah, I got an hour and some change. Do I care about this friend? Okay. I'm, last one, I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this up. Oh wait. Let me look through my emails real quick. There was one clip I wanted to show and I, I kept overlooking it and I didn't I didn't download it for whatever reason. Where was it? Is this it? Oh, they deleted it. Damn it. Damn it. Ah, uh, man. I knew I should have. Anything else? No. Sad comics. No. 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 Oh, let's do bad teacher. Oh, that's a bunch of bad teachers. Okay. More bad teachers. Kids are under attack from all, on all fronts. Let's see which one this is. Another bad teacher. Which one is it? Okay, bad teacher. Which one is this? Oh, this was bad. Yes, everybody knows about this one. Hold up. We're going to get into it. Let's do bad teachers. Let's do bad teachers. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Chow, chow, chow. Listen, watch y'all kids. Talk to y'all kids. <laughs> teachers aid brings toddler along for sex romps with students so many things wrong with this story a former texas teacher's aide will serve four years in prison for sexual assault of a 16 year old high school student back in 2019 okay this is from 2021 so she's still she got one year left okay the all-woman jury, that's interesting, recommended pro probation. <laughs> so the all-women... <laughs> the all-woman jury recommended probation for Ashlyn Faye Bell, 24, for another count of sexual assault with a 16-year-old boy and two counts of improper relationship between educator and student involving two other boys who were 17 at the time. Bell pleaded guilty to all four counts. Bell testified Wednesday that she didn't know that school district policy prohibited relationships between an aide and students. But prosecutors counted that she scored 90% on a test on the sexual harassment training for new hires and that she told the students she could get in trouble when she picked them up from truck stops or other locations to take them home for sex. Prosecutors also noted that she frequently brought along her three-year-old daughter when she picked up the boys. Wow. Bell also claimed that she thought the boys were 18, but prosecutors noted that none of them could drive and they were sneaking out of their houses to meet with her. All you saw in here was a liar when the truth would have been better. I've heard about all the victim blaming I want to hear. Bell, who has been out on bond since her arrest last summer, will be held in custody because she's she got one more year left to do. Okay. So the women 
the women recommended probation. <laughs> Let's continue. More bad stuff. More bad stuff. Nebraska teacher sentenced to two years in prison after admitting to having sex with 17-year-old male student. Uh, Callie Hikes, 26 of Winside, faced up to six years in prison after pleading guilty in July in Wayne County District Court. Both charges had sentencing ranges of zero to three years in prison. District Judge Mark Johnson sentenced Hikes to two years on each charge as a part of a plea agreement. Prosecutors recommended the sentence be served concurrently or at the same time. A second count of uh, second degree of sexual abuse by a school employee was dismissed as part of the plea agreement. So she gets a concurrent, not consecutive. Consecutive would be she had to do two years and then two years. So concurrently, they put them together and you, you get the medium. So which is two years. This is crazy. After completing her sentence, Hikes will serve 18 months of post-release supervision and must register with the Nebraska Sex Offender Registry. Hey. Okay, so Hikes was arrested January 22nd after the Wayne County Sheriff's uh, Office investigated a tip about her ongoing relationship with a student. According to court documents, a deputy received a call the evening of January 20th from the Department of Health and Human Services hotline about a teacher believed to be in a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old male. According to the deputy, he then recalled the traffic stop from January 12th when he observed two vehicles leaving the area around the one, one side cemetery. The deputy stopped a vehicle driven by the alleged victim for a traffic violation and the driver reported he was at the cemetery with his friend Callie. At the time of the stop, the deputy also made note of the other vehicle leaving the area, a black Chevy SUV. The plates for the black Chevy SUV were registered to Hikes. Later that evening, the deputy interviewed the victim's sister about the potential relationship, and she said that Hikes would sneak into the victim's house. Oh, shit. She was sneaking to the victim's house at night to have sexual intercourse. She also told deputies that she believed the pair were meeting about two to three times a week around town. That family member showed the deputy text messages substantiating her report. And the deputy also reported an interview with other family members in which they recalled the alleged victim asking how would they feel if she, if he was dating a 25 year old. Wow. Bruhs. Listen, I don't know who, who the kids out of control. The teachers out of control. What, 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 what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? It makes no sense. This is why I think teachers should be of a certain age, especially dealing with high school students, you know, but this is crazy. All right. One more and we out of here. Uh, the brave cave Baton Rouge. Are you guys familiar with the Brave Cave in Baton Rouge? <laughs> okay, my bad. I'm doing something. Okay. All right, Louisiana police held detainees in torture warehouse. 
Baton Rouge police officers detained Turnell Brown in June. They didn't take her to the district's precinct. Instead, it alleges the officers drove past the police station and down a side street to a row of industrial buildings ringed by steel fencing. They took Brown into one of them, a squat white warehouse with no police markings. This attorney, uh, uh, attorneys for Brown alleged what was officers dubbed the Brave Cave, an unmarked police facility and torture warehouse where the department street crimes unit detained people and subjected them to assault and invasive strip and body cavity searches. Brown, who had been detained on suspicion of illegal drug activity uh, after officers found bottles of legal prescription medication in her vehicle during a traffic stop. Okay, but it was legal. Mm-mm. Uh, was held in a brave cave for two hours. According to a lawsuit, officers allegedly forced Brown, 51, to expose herself in a strip search and examine her body cavities with a flashlight. She was released without a charge. Brown's lawsuit filed Monday is the latest allegation facing an embattled Baton Rouge Police Department that has paid out settlements and faced scrutiny for previous strip searches. The department's use of the Brave Cave was first reported in late August when Jeremy Lee, another Baton Rouge resident represented by Brown's attorney, sued the police department, several officers, the city, and the parish, alleging that he was beaten by officers in the warehouse after January arrest. Mm, mm, mm. We are committed to addressing these troubling accusations, ensuring that any misconduct is exposed and those responsible are held accountable. But other residents who were taken to the Brave Cave, including Brown, have since come forward. We think we're just scratching the surface. Uh, let's see. Paul said in August news conference that the Brave Cave was a narcotics pro- uh, processing facility owned by the parish that had been used by the police department for decades, but they had that he never heard of officers using the Brave Cave or the alleged misconduct in the warehouse until Lee's lawsuit. We made a mistake on this one. I've got to own that. You think? Everybody we've spoken to has said that uh, where, that when they were taken to the Brave Cave, they were stripped and searched. There it is there. Mm. At the Brave Cave, Lee was reportedly punched and kicked by three officers before being interrogated. Court documents state he was then taken to jail but was so injured that he was rejected admission until he received medical care. According to the lawsuit, Lee was then treated for a fractured left rib. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's horrible. That's horrible. All right. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> the baby brother, the black sites, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, I'm out of here. I'm out. I've been on what? Yeah, a little shit under two hours. I'm good, y'all. It's late. I'm gonna start trying to do these things earlier, man, because I hate doing these late shows my damn self. Uh, so I gotta catch up. Oh, Ahsoka was pretty good. Ahsoka was pretty good la- uh, last night. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. It's not going to save Star Wars, but it's, 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 the L's have been, there's so many that Ahsoka is a legit win. And that's really not saying much, but it is what it is. So, um, yeah, shout out to Ayati members. Y'all got screwed royally. I, I, my heart goes out to you guys, but if you're going to strike, 
in TV, TV film in Hollywood, this is the time to do it. This is the time to unionize VFX workers, stuntmen. Stuntmen need to get a union. Stuntmen don't have a union. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I got to you guys may go on strike next year again. So, with that being said, Ahsoka's not horrible. What? Seriously? Now, the f- first couple of episodes were slow, but shit. It's popping now. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's horrible. I'm watching that shit like, okay. You know? I would like to see a Clone Wars uh, uh, movie with... Uh, a young Ahsoka with Anakin. I would like to see that. I would definitely love to see a Clone Wars movie. Like I would. Right before Order 66. I would love to see that shit. You know. No stuntmen have no union. VFX have no union. But they have voted to unionize. Um, yeah. They have no union. They currently have no union. Can't get shit done without a stuntman. Right. We just saw. That, uh, you know, 50 Cent was talking about his, his stunt guy had dislocated a finger during a stunt for him or some shit. I don't know. But stunt guys are important. Yo, without stunt guys, you had no John Wick. John Wick wouldn't look as good as it does without stuntmen. All right? Yeah. So, all right, I'm out of here. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. Peace.